Hey bestie, hey booski, hey my loves, hey all of you that are lights out there. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Life Unscripted Podcast by Organized Energy. Thank you so much for joining me today. I love you for that. I appreciate you for that. And um, and I hope God blesses you real good for that. Um, I am your girl. I'm your hostess with the mostess of this little show. (laughs) I'm your girl and hopefully your new bestie, Tiff, if you are new to the platform. And um, and if you are new, I will introduce myself. Uh, I am the principal consultant of Organized Energy Coaching and Consulting. I will not be trying to sell you anything, uh, but I am just trying. I want to let you know that um, this show is an extension of of that, of Organized Energy Coaching and Consulting. And um, with that particular brand, I focus on being better, like development, being better, specifically personal, holistic and business development. So I help to develop brands and the professionals behind them. All right. And so that's my day job. But on the side, the side piece is this podcast. And I absolutely love you guys out there. I love my family, my podcast family. You all are amazing. Um, and as a result of that love, I've married my passions for um, podcasting um, and business development and I married those two passions. And so now you all, I can say that I'm also an author because I have released um, a few books recently. And you can check those out on Amazon or to, at my website. Um, Amazon, if you go there, just just to be short because the title of the book is rather long. But just to keep it simple, you can go to Amazon and, and look up um is this thing on Tiffany Williams? Just look that up. Is this thing on Tiffany Williams? And you should find the whole line of of books and tools and resources there on Amazon. Or you can come to the website, um, organizedenergy.co slash is this thing on? All right. But again, I'm not trying to tell you anything and you don't even have to go over there. But just introducing myself to let you know that I am the principal consultant um, of Organized Energy focus on those things on just being better helping people to develop their brands and you know helping to develop the professionals behind those brands um and so you know and newly an author so that's it you ain't got about nothing we can keep on going with this show okay because that's what it's all about (laughs) um so that being said um we don't have to be long to be strong, but I, but, uh, what is it? What do the, what do the preachers say in church? But there is a word today. <laughs> Same thing. You ain't got, I ain't got to be long to be strong, but there is something that's on my heart that I want to share with you today. Um, and this is going to be real simple. Um, I feel like God has been working with me, um, healing some relationships over the past week. And I won't say healing, like a lot of depth going on, but healing in a way that um let me let my let down my guard and I want to share that experience with you because um there's more that I want to share with that to go with that um but I will say that there has been a song that's been on my heart and I've been having it on repeat um for the past few days now and you might like it too 
you might enjoy it uh you know write in and let me know what you think about this song so if you saw the series finale of insecure you know hbo's show hit show insecure then there was a a song that was played towards the end of that episode and it's called rose in the dark Uh, like a rose like a flower rose in the dark and it's by cleo soul soul being spelled s-o-l okay rose in the dark by cleo soul and if you have heard that song then you will know that that song just at least for me it just feels like healing and it sounds like healing that song i mean i i can't stop playing it the song sounds so good it just it's 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 just um it's a song that it just promotes healing and you can you can hear the fact that the person is in a good place a better place now and um it resonated with me so much so that I had just have I've just played the heck out of that song because it just feels so good to me um I can so relate to it and I, I encourage you to hear that to listen and, and and see what it does for you but I've noticed that over the past week um God has just allowed me <laughs> to let down my guard in some scenarios um and that's important as I move forward because um the Bible says, and y'all, I ain't trying to be preachy, but but I am a, I'm a God girl, so I will say this, um, but that's not because, you know, I'm trying to be preachy, but it's just, you know. But the Bible says um, over in the book of Matthew that um, if when you're on your way to bring your offering um, and on your way, you realize that you have an ought with a brother or a brother has an ought with you to leave your offering Go back and get that straight. Then come back and present your offering to God. Then he'll receive that um, and honor that. And a lot of times we want to be in God's good graces. But we might be out of whack when it comes to where we're at with our brothers and sisters, um, mankind, other people. Um, Sometimes relationships are out of whack. But we want to be in line with God, right? And um, that's out of order. Because how can you love a God that you've not seen, but you don't love your brother that you you have seen? And the Bible says that too. And um, in a few scenarios, I feel like I was the victim. I would I feel like that I was wronged. Um, and and I have will say when I am wrong, and I've done some wronging because I have done some wronging also. But in a couple of scenarios, I feel that I was wronged. And I feel that I am due an apology, right? And um, and so I have just kind of held out, waiting to receive some apologies that just haven't come. And in the midst of me waiting on some apologies that just have not come, some of the people in the various scenarios, um, maybe something has gone on with them. And, you know, maybe with me waiting on my apology, I'm like, well, I ain't gonna say nothing till they say something. I could be nasty maybe and not pray for the best for them in a scenario that they might be dealing with where 
you know, times don't look too good for them. But instead of that, that's not the heart that I have. And so even though I feel wronged and even though I feel like I'm waiting on an apology for a certain situation, you know, here or a certain situation there, um, I recently heard of a couple of things that were going on with a couple of people um, that I feel wronged by, but I still wasn't happy to hear that their, their situation wasn't good. And so I reached out to them and God let me do that, you know, to put my pride to the side and um, and still break the ice and reach out to them to say, hey, I'm sorry that XYZ is going on with you. I heard that XYZ is happening and I'm so sorry for that. You know, I'm praying that things get better for you, you know, and um, rather than being stubborn and holding out like I ain't saying nothing to them till they say something to me because they're the ones that last wronged me the last time we talked they did x or they did y or they they did z so i don't care if this or that's going on with them shame on them no 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 you know i love and i want to share light and i'm not perfect at that i'm not saying that i am but i want to be and so um You know, my heart was, I feel so sorry for whatever it is that these people in separate scenarios, you know, are dealing with. And I just want them to know that I'm praying for them and I love them and I'm sorry that this is happening to them. And so God allowed me to put my wrong, the wrong I feel like I've been done to the side to be kind and share my love and share my light. And that felt good because I had been holding out with them. I hadn't been mean to them, but I, you know, was like, okay, they ain't. You know, they're holding out. They feel like they're not going to make this scenario right, whatever has happened, transpired. Um, And they want to be away with me. Fine. Okay. You know, I I don't, not not upset with them, but I'm not going to say anything if they're not going to say anything. It's been kind of that. And so when you feel like you're the victim, then you feel like you have the right to be stubborn or to hold out because... I ain't saying nothing because they say something because they owe me this apology, you know, kind of thing. And that ain't right. And that's not of God. You know, we want to make things right. And so I'm so thankful that God allowed me um, to do those things. This Now, one of them responded favorably and was like, thank you so much. The other one remained stubborn. Okay, cool. Um, And so, you know, there had been another scenario you know and um I you know (laughs) I want to say um I don't want to I'm not gonna be yeah it there had been a a a a lifelong scenario (laughs) that had been going on for quite a while um that had I felt like I've been the victim you know I feel like I was wronged um I'm going to say this. I am going to be, I am going to be clear about this one. I'm going to be transparent. I guess I should say the word transparent about this one. Um, And the only reason why I'm going to be transparent about this one scenario is because this show is about love and light and being better and growing and glowing and all those things that make you feel good. And I would probably be remiss if I wasn't clear about this one scenario. Uh, I don't do messy. I do not do messy. But um, I know that there's someone listening to this show 
who might need to heal. And because of you, I'm going to be transparent about this this one instance. Um, because I want you to be inspired, whoever you are. Um, I, I need you to get this too. Uh, yeah, I wasn't going to... I was just going to speak in general terms. Because I felt like in general terms, you all would still get the message. But I want whoever it is that needs this to get this and I am going to be transparent and I feel a little awkward doing that but I I need to do that um hmm. okay um hmm. (laughs) I want to I want to say this is this one's not easy to say (laughs) Um, and please bear with me. I'm sorry. Uh, cause I didn't plan to do this one. Um, okay. Um, so I was raised without a father for the most part. Um, hmm. I feel uneasy <laughs> really. Uh, but I also feel like I need to do this. Okay. And the only reason... <laughs> Gosh, and, and, and I'm going to do this because there was another episode I did and it's called As Tired Boss. And I recorded that episode and it was a really uncomfortable episode to record. And um, it was, I thought that I was hiding some emotion when I recorded it that actually came through very clear when listening back at that, ep- when playing that episode back. And I like to have my stuff together. I like to be straight. I like to be right. I like to help others. And I don't like to share when things aren't all the way right with me. In that episode in Ask Tired Boss, when I recorded it and I realized that it was really obvious that I was having a tough time myself. Um, I almost threw that one away and I wasn't going to publish it because it was showing a sign of weakness in me. And I thought for me, you know, me, 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 I'm not going to air this episode. And uh, I felt led to put me and my pride to the side and to air that episode, publish it anyway. And I felt so naked. I felt so transparent and I felt so naked and I, and I didn't even want to do it, but I did because I felt led to do it. And that has been one of my most popular favorite episodes by many of you that have listened. And some of you all are new to the platform and you may not be familiar and you can go back and check it out if you just want to. Um, I almost don't want you to because it does make me feel a little uncomfortable, but it has helped a lot of people. And um, and I feel like this is about to be one of those. So let me, I'm going to just be honest. Hmm. Um, so I did not plan to go down this road, but um, so I was raised by a single mom. My parents were teenagers. They were still in high school when I was conceived. And my mom raised me by herself, mostly my grandmother until she passed away. But my mom too, um, of course, my mother raised me and my grandma. And, um, you know, like maybe some of you all that are listening, uh, 
my lived experience is that I didn't, I wasn't raised with a father so much. Uh, I borrowed my sister's dad. Um, and that's kind of who I, you know, have had as a dad in my life. Um, and so, yeah. And um, I've always wanted my dad, my biological father, to to have a bigger role in my life. But, you know, it just didn't play out that way. Uh, and over the years here and there we you know I guess we've engaged but just not we just never quite fully got it all the way together and kept it together you know (laughs) uh, consistently and um, it has just been a source of pain for me um it has been a source of trauma for me and um <clears throat> it has affected just decisions that i have made it's, it's affected the way i see things and the way i see the world and the way i see relationships and parenting and and so many things. It has affected um, the way I see me. Um, And it, it, it has brought me to the sofa, you know, of a therapist for a long time. And um, so... Um, I'm so sorry. I, so I'm trying to figure out how to work. So, um, so um, that being said, there has been some suppression of my of how I, you know, would feel with that, you know, um, in the last several years of my life. I think I finally got to a point where I was like, fine, you know, fine. This is not going to work. Fine. This is how he feels. Fine. This is how it's going to be fine. I don't care anyway. And, um, of course I cared, you know, but it made me feel better to say, or I thought it made me feel better to say, I don't care. I don't need him anyway. I got a dad. God, let me have a bonus dad, you know, and, um, So that's where I've played. That's what I've done with it over the last several years. And recently that just didn't feel right, you know? And so over the last year and a half, I feel like God has dealt with me on that. And even though I feel wronged and even though, um, you know, I have, you know, said some things out of anger just because of that, um, I've tried to do my part to build a bridge and make it right. And that didn't really materialize like I thought it was going to initially. And when it didn't happen in the timing I wanted it to happen or the way that I wanted it to happen, I said, fine, I'm done, God. I did what you said. I apologized. 
I tried to build this bridge. I've tried to, you know, even though I'm the victim, I feel like I'm the victim. I've done all I could do. This person's just, it's just not, it's still not going like I expected it to go. So God, I'm done. I did my part. You know, I I did what you want me to do. I could check that off my list. I'm done. My conscience is clear, you know, and I've left it at that. And it would just come back and haunt me still again and again. And so I've tried to build a bridge again this year. And this time um, I introduced my dad to my daughter. Um, He's met her before, but, you know, just not really kind of sort of but not really and um this time she's old enough my baby is old enough well she's not a baby baby but she's the youngest I mean given the fact that I have young adults and then I have this way younger child but um she's old enough to talk on the phone on her own call people when she wants to you know she does her own thing she's old enough she's self-sufficient in that way so this time around I introduced them to each other and I felt like okay well maybe I won't get anything out of this deal, but hopefully my child can maybe something there. They can do something. And they have just taken off and just have blossomed. Their relationship has just been beautiful. Um, And that has, I guess, led to, I guess, um, opening the door, facilitating, making amends between myself and my dad through the relationship that my daughter has built with him. And um, in his own way, I feel that he has tried to build a bridge or extend an olive, extend an olive branch, kind of, sort of. But it didn't come in the way that I was expecting. And still my expectation of it hasn't been there still hasn't been met right and you know I don't know if you all are familiar with the book five love the five love languages by Gary Chapman but we all need to be loved in our own way and we have to know the other person to know how they want to be loved because we've got to meet them there and love them in the way that they need to be loved in, in order for them to receive the message that you love them right and so sometimes we try in one way but that's not that person's language and so they don't understand that you're trying in your own way to say I love you and I believe that that's what my dad has been doing and so recently I've had to take a step back and accept his olive branch in the way that he's able to give it to me Maybe not the way that I've accepted, that I wanted it or expected it, but I had to give him credit that in his own way, he is trying to say, I'm sorry. And, or or he's trying to say, I love you. And in his own way. And I've been stubborn about that. Um, I have just kind of been a little standoffish And I kind of was like, you know, I don't want to anymore. In my mind, in my heart, in my mind, I'm like, you know, I've waited all my life for this. And now 
I don't want it anymore. It's late. It's a day late and a dollar short. That's in my mind. That's what I've been thinking. And um, he has continued to try to, in his own way, extend his olive branch. And in recent days, I've my heart has been softened. And I have been able to be compassionate and see past me and put me to the side and see him and see him. And God has allowed my heart to be softened. And so I reached out to him um, in a very small way, just in a text message, just asking how he's doing or making sure that he's okay um, or whatever my message was regarding um, an instance. Um, And in my own way, that was me saying, okay, I'm ready to break the ice. You know, we we're good. And that simple message hurt so bad because I've, I've wanted to build a bridge and I've tried to build a bridge so many times and I've, I've opened my heart so many times feeling like I was a victim, but still trying to still be loving towards, I don't want to, the word oppressor would be a little harsh in this scenario, but just to, you know, victimizer, you know, the one who's hurt me, I've still tried to be so kind. I say so kind, like I'm perfect, but as a child, as the I've wanted a relationship for so long and I've tried in a couple of ways and and we did have a blow up before, but, um, finally I'm like, you know what? Fine. And I've kind of said, I ain't going to try anymore. And my heart got hardened at one point. And so this last go around, I felt, uh, justified in being stubborn too. And, even when I knew that my dad was trying to extend the olive branch, I kind of had my arms folded across my chest, you know, like, hmm, my back turned to him like, hmm, I don't want to, I don't accept it in my own way. You know, I've been kind, but in my way, I'm just like, I'm not, I don't want to go there with you anymore. I'm not going to try this. You're a day late dollar short. That's in my mind. And so in my, that's my way of saying, I don't want to be bothered. Deal with my daughter. I don't want to do this. Not mean, just not trying. And that's just been in my mind. I've not said that to him, but that's just been where I've been, right? And um, I say that to say, that's no way to be. You know, I've never spent a Father's Day or a birthday or a many days with my dad. I've never been with him on Mother's Day or Father's Day or birthday ever in my whole life. Um, And very few Christmases, maybe, I don't even know how many, two or three. (laughs) I don't even know, you know, not many at all. And um, I look back on a lot of missed moments, but also God, we have great moments ahead of us if if we would just be willing. And I don't want to ramble on this subject, but I want to say that that's one example And there have been a few other examples in the past week where I'm like, hmm, I'm not speaking to them because they're not speaking to me. That's not right. And that's toxic. And that's not of God. And so 
just in various scenarios and not because I sought out to make anything right. It just so happened that over the past week, God has allowed me in various instances to just be like, just check on them anyway. Just let them know, let them know anyway. And ironically enough, it's been men in my life. It's been the men, be it an ex-husband, um, an ex-fiance, my father, even my son. It's been all the men. Ironically enough, I've been praying to God for a husband. And I believe that as God has allowed me, just not even intentionally, but he's been allowing me to clean up some things with the men in my life. And I believe he's clearing the way for my husband. But again, as I started off with this thing, we can't necessarily get right with God till we get right with our brothers. Because the greatest commandment is to love one another, right? Treat others how we want to be treated. And so we have to love everybody. Love those who love us. Love those who don't love us. Love those who've wronged us. Love those who have righted us. And he has made it okay in my spirit to love regardless. To reach out. Regardless, to share my love, to wish somebody well, regardless of how they've treated me. Um, and like I said, it was tough, even with an ex-husband, you know, but, you know, I needed to reach out. Something was going on with him and I was able to put anger to the side, unforgiveness to the side and forgive and to make sure he was OK or just to send him well wishes for something. Um, and in other scenarios, I ain't gonna say it was a lot. Like I got a lot going on, y'all. I don't want to say I got a lot going on, but just in a couple of things. But I say all that to say, put your stick down. I said all of that to say, put your stick down. Your arms are too short to fight little battles. Let God do it. He can take a crooked stick and hit a straight lick. He can make wrongs right, right? He can fix the things that we can't fix. We cannot control another person. We cannot fix another person. We can only fix ourselves. We really can't even fix ourselves. We need God to even fix us. You know, we aren't in control of someone else's decisions. We're only in control of our decisions. And again, not trying to be churchy, but that's Bible. In Psalm 35, beginning at verse one, David's talking about, he's asking God to battle with those who battle with him. You, God, contend with those who's contending with me. Not David. He has God to do the battling. Why? Because God's the one that can win. We can, but God can and so if there is any unforgiveness in your heart, if there's any resentment, any stubbornness, any silent treatmentness <laughs> going on, if you are playing the staring contest, daring the other person to blink because you ain't finna blink, let it go. Gone, gone sis, gone bruh, blink, just blink. Let them win that staring contest. You let it go. Let it go. 
we're not holding on to grudges. Even if you feel like you were the one that was wronged, we are not doing the silent treatment thing. We letting them win. Let them win. Let them win. Go on. Because it feels better. It feels better to break the ice. It feels better to to fix that thing. Now, hear me. Not everything is worth you going back trying to trying to fix. You can you can make peace with it at a distance. I ain't say everything and everybody deserves you trying to go back over there. I did not say that. But if there is any unforgiveness in your heart, if you need forgiveness, you go and ask for that forgiveness. And you do what you need to do to make things right in your heart with God and if appropriate with them you will be better for it you will be better for it and um, that's where I'm at I feel better for it and that was some healing that needed to take place with those men with first my own father and my ex-husband And whoever else, I'm not listing everything here, but whoever else, those things need to be right. And I, as I stand back and look, I say, well, look at that. It was all the men. And I believe that that, that's, that's important and that's significant too. Because if you have daddy issues, you just might have husband issues. Because they, they, they definitely correlate you know, and I think it's important that we get those things right with God the Father and with our own fathers, if your father's still here in the land of the living. And with the, you know, because those and just whoever else, they matter. Because how can we get right with the new boo and a new husband if we just don't have things in order? It's important. And so... In that song I mentioned, Rose in the Dark, she said, I had to grow the rose in the dark. I had to grow this rose, my rose, whatever rose, in the dark. And that's true. But she said, I'm a little I'm a little stronger, baby. I'm a little wiser, baby. And she was saying, and I'm better, baby. And I am. I feel good. I feel good. I've experienced some healing that I didn't even know I needed because I had suppressed some things and didn't want to deal with them and forgot about them, honestly, but had been carrying them all the t- all along. And um, I'm thankful that God walked me right on through those things and he- healed me for, with something I didn't even ask him to fix, but he fixed. And, um, or maybe I did, I don't know. I don't even remember. I just, you know, but... I'm glad that he he's working on me with working on those things because we want things to be straight with our brother so that when we go and we bring our offering to him, he will accept it and honor that because we don't want unforgiveness to block our blessings, right? And that's where I'm at with it. So I encourage you, please, to don't try to fight the battle yourself. Ask God to battle with those that battle with you, like Psalm 35 and 1 says, But you, your job is to love. Your job is to forgive. 
most importantly, I want you to remember your job is to put your stick down. Put your stick down. You quit trying to beat them up with your stick. Put your stick down. Open up your arms to embrace them with love. Don't beat them. Love them. Let God do whatever God's going to do. And that's it. And that's all, y'all. I'm out. I love you so much. If this resonates with you, let me know. Because honestly, I did not intend on going there. I had, I wanted to say what I was going to say, but I was not going to cite an exact scenario. But I feel led to have done so. And I know that one of you that's listening needed that. Just as much as I probably needed to say it, honestly. Um, But again, I love you. And I hope that you love you. Most importantly, God loves you most. God loves you best. I'm out. Mm -hmm.